Hey, everybody. This is a breaking news episode of Sofa Sport Report. I'm your host, Joe. I'm joined by David and Kyle. Um, the big news, you know, um, in the sports world just now breaking is Rob Gronkowski traded from the Patriots to the Buccaneers to join his former quarterback, Tom Brady. And obviously this shakes up um, the NFL world, you know, especially two days before the draft. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of implications, especially with the, you know, the Bucs having two other very, you know, pretty decent tight ends. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to give you our initial reactions to this breaking news. But before we do that, remember to follow us, follow us on Twitter at SofaSportReport and, um, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube and, you know, listen to our, you know, our content on SoundCloud, Spotify and on iTunes. So um, let's get let's get kicked off. So Rob Gronkowski, um, Hall of Fame tight end, decides to come out of retirement, you know, give up a little bit of his WWE time to join his um, quarterback, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. So, you know, David, what's your initial reaction? My initial reaction comes down to really one major thing that this validifies what they're really going for, and that's win right now. Uh, I really think Tom Brady signed with Tampa uh, because they are going into this year as the hosting the Super Bowl. No team that's hosted the Super Bowl has ever, ever been a team to be in the Super Bowl. He's really chasing after that. He's putting everything he can, pulling all the strings possible. That's what I think is going on here. Uh, the draft compensation that was given up, it does make total sense to me. You're talking a fourth-round pick to basically for a seventh-round pick. What were, what, what were the uh, Patriots going to do? Just kind of sit on to his last year for, for nothing. So to get a fourth-round pick is pretty good. Uh, the parameters haven't been released at this point uh, because Tampa actually does have two fourth-round picks, 117 and then the comp number 139. Uh, so once that comes out, we'll get a little better idea, but it makes sense to me initially. What do you Absolutely. think, Al? Yeah, same thing. I mean, honestly, if I'm a Buccaneers fan, I'm really happy right now. I'm really excited about where the offense is going to be uh, in 2020 or if we have a 2020 season. Um, we will. We will. <laughs> yes. I am Whether we, we can well. be in attendance or not is an, a, a totally different question. <laughs> be uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited as a Buccaneers fan. Uh, also, uh, totally agree with you, Dave. Patriots get a lot of value out of this considering Gronk wasn't going to play. Not for the Patriots. He wasn't. Not without um, Brady. You know, yeah. and he's in a different conference. You know, he's not going to, like, it's not, they're going to run into him. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he didn't even play in 2019 with Tom Brady. So the chances of him playing without Tom Brady in 2020 was nil. Um, you know, obviously he was going on to a potential WWE career. Um, I guess that's, that's kind of halted now. Uh, and however, the Patriots got, got, got great, great value out of this. Got fourth for honestly nothing, you know, considering to dump off $10 million. I mean, they were going to pay him. They, I, I believe they still had to pay him, even though, you know, his contract, because right. he was still due one year, 10 million. So yeah. they got to dump it that make a big difference though, whether it turns out being the 117 or 139 overall, uh, cause basically that's, that's pretty much double the value in, in the draft value chart, uh, between those picks. Sure. 117 is ranked at about 60 points, whereas 139 is ranked at about 36.5 points. I guarantee uh, so they get the 117. I guarantee they do. They, I don't think the Bucks would have left that without, you know, with this, you know, the, the second of the two four, fourth round picks. But on top of that, I mean, you know, two nights before the draft, you know, Gronk going to Tampa Bay. I mean, they they have. It's not like they didn't have tight end talent. They have OJ Howard, who's like a third year guy out of Alabama, I believe, who. Who he's shown flashes of what he can be. I mean, coming out of college, he was probably the best tight end in that class in a pretty deep tight end class that also produced Evan Ingram. 
So, I mean, um, then they have Cameron Brait, who's also shown a lot of flashes. Um, so it's not like they were in need of a tight end, but obviously when you get an all-pro Hall of Fame type guy who has such a great rapport with the quarterback you just brought in, and now on top of that you have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I mean, you're looking at the most arguably the most potent offense in football in a division where, you know, the Panthers are quarterback change now. They don't have much. Um, basically their best, their best player is Christian McCaffrey, which as good as he is, he's a running back. That position is not overly valuable. And then um, the Saints are obviously going to be tough to beat. But, I mean, it's, it's a two-team race now um, for, that, for that division. And, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to pick against the, the Bucks right now. And I'm interested, is, interested to see, you know, what the market is for O.J. Howard or Cameron Braid or if they're even going to deal them or are they going to hold on to three tight ends. So then my question to you guys, what are your expectations with Gronk? Do you think he's going to bring uh, like a few extra wins here? Do you think he's going to be putting up a lot of numbers? Do you think he's going to be taking away some of the coverage over the top? I think what he's going to free up gonna... space. I think he's going to free up space for Evans and Chris Godwin. And what kind of numbers do you think he's going to have this year? I don't think he's going to be a top five tight end in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think when you take a year off, he's also a little older. He Remember, let's be – he has a very injury-prone career. He's been banged up a lot, a lot of surgeries. I think what he does, though, he built, he has that rapport with Tom Brady. He's going to be a security blanket in, t- in you know, third and tens or, you know, you know downs where they where Tom Brady needs to rely on someone. But also I think he's going to open up a crap ton of space for Mike Evans because you, you can't oh, yeah. double Mike, you can't double Chris, and you can't double Gronk with that offense. So I think it's going to give Brady a lot of looks. And realistically, is there has there ever been a better quarterback than Tom Brady at making quick decisions and getting the ball out of his hand? And now he has three weapons on the field who one or two of them, I mean, all three have been all pros. So he has three all pros in his offense now. One of them is going to have man-on-man coverage. So, I mean, it's just like he's going to – Tom Brady's Tom Brady's in a position that he has weapons around him, hot take. He can win another MVP at his age. He just can't. Ooh. Interesting. I, I actually disagree with that. I, I think Tom Brady is on halfway down the decline of his career. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I, I just don't think his uh, – is, you know, he's, he's 41, 42. I think 42, uh, yeah. I, I just don't think his body is, you know, it's it's handling uh, the rigors of a 16-game season. Or, yeah, 16-game season. And do you think uh, that's why he went to a warmer client? Like, why he didn't want a warmer climate? That's why he didn't want to stay in New England? Tampa Bay, where he doesn't have to deal with elements? Yeah, I mean, that helps body <laughs> recovery. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, being in New England must suck, especially yeah. when it comes to, you know, November, December, you know. He also, gets two, he also gets, you know, the, you know, the Saints in the Dome, too, a little bit. And the Falcons in the Dome. So, he's, you know, he's playing two divisional games in the Dome. Sure. So, I mean, I, like That's I said, I, if I'm going to put money down, I'm not putting it on him to win the MVP. But if we fast forward a year yeah, and you, you told me Tom Brady won another MVP with those weapons, I'd be like, all right. Wouldn't be too, too surprised. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But like, I, like you said, I do agree. I think he's on the downturn of his career. Like, I'm not – I don't – if like I said, if he threw for 4,500 yards and 35 touchdowns, I would be surprised, but not surprised if that makes sense. I still think he's <laughs> he, he's got he's got the gas in the uh, in the tank here to at least make this this run here for this year. I think that's what they're going for. It is so Tom Brady. I, I wouldn't it I wouldn't be Tom surprised Brady. if he puts up good numbers. Uh, but talking to back back uh, to Gronk, I mean, realistically, you can kind of expect him to miss about a quarter of the season. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so let's say he plays twelve games out of sixteen and gets a touchdown in half those games. I think, I think that's kind of realistic. So his, his kind of floor would be right around that six touchdowns is kind of what I'm expecting. Right. Uh, but I could see him as getting as many double digits, but really just depends on how they use him in the scheme. 
You know? Well, I mean, if you do look at his what twenty nine or twenty eighteen numbers, I mean, he only had three touchdowns in thirteen games. So I, I don't see him putting up you know, near near that thousand yard mark again, though. I yeah. could see that touchdown number. No, no, no. Especially not with too, Evans and Godwin. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There's too those many are the money makers. You know, those are those are the big play guys. Yeah, there's too many weapons for him. He's not gonna get the target share like he used to in New England to put up those ridiculous numbers. I think the touchdowns are realistic. Like if you told me he had six to eight touchdowns, I'd believe it just because he is going to be probably Tom Brady's number one target in the red zone. But then also at the same time, you have Mike Evans, who's a big body receiver who dominates in the red zone. So it's just, I don't know. Keeps I mean, him out of the red zone. Yes. I mean, I don't know. It's just like you have, and Bruce Arians is, you know, a very good offensive mind. He does good work with quarterbacks. Um, it's, it's very interesting. It's a, but you know, also at the same time, we, we had the same conversation about the Browns. Oh, look at Baker Mayfield coming off a good rookie year. Is Jarvis Landry. Oh, he just got Odell Beckham Jr. You know, Nick Chubb's one of the best running backs in the NFL. This, that, and the other thing. Mayfield is not Brady. No, I know, but I'm just saying we the hype train was real with the Browns. Everybody was jumping on them real fast. I mean, remember Mayfield was coming off like a very good rookie year. But they also on their defense, man, having JPP and additionally uh, – No, I know. I think there's more for the Bucks, but I'm just saying like I don't want to get too sold on them because like Kyle said, like let's see how Brady – you know, realistically, let's see how his body holds up. He is older. Sure. He's um, one year older, you know, from uh, – Let's be honest, not a stellar 2019. No, 100%. And he's playing with new guys, a new system. I mean, Now, Belichick, for the first time in his pro career. Exactly. But I also think that's going to provide motivation because he's going to want to prove he can win without Belichick. So, I mean, there's so many things that go into it. I'm still picking the Saints to win the division, though. I mean, how lucky are we to have Breeze, Brady, even at the twilight of their careers, twice? I mean, come on. (laughs) That's incredible. At least twice. You know, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, you got to think what Brady's, you know, he's been so good. He's had so many rivalries. I mean, with Manning, even more recently with Mahomes, um, we, a couple really good matchups against Mahomes. He's, he's always gone after it, you know, added with Ben Roethlisberger. And now we're going to have a year with him and Drew Brees, arguably the two best quarterbacks of our generation, you know, obviously with Peyton go at it. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Twice. <laughs> I'm gonna and it's going to be high-scoring affairs. Too. And they're going to be high-scoring affairs. So, yeah. like, both quarterbacks are going to be playing at elite le- – have to play at elite levels to win that game. I mean, it's going to be freaking awesome. I'm excited. Now, are you guys, like, where would you draft Gronk in fantasy football? Like, are you going – because you, you, you know – I'm not you know reaching. To his, exactly. You know guys are going to reach for him. No. But how does that impact fantasy football? Because now it's like <laughs> – you know, like <laughs> you're gonna have people guys like, reach for him for sure. Oh, people are gonna reach for him so. Much. I, th- I think it's mostly gonna increase Brady's value going into this year in fantasy perspective. People are gonna think that now that he's got that security blanket, where he's already got the chemistry, not just the name talent and you know the actual talent there. Uh, he's already got the ingrained talent, so it's gonna go a long way. And realistically, gonna... this is the Brady's best weapons he's ever had in his career. Like, from a totality perspective, I mean, the year he broke the, every record known to man and he had Moss, and they went undefeated until our Giants beat him. But realistically, I mean, has he ever had weapons like this? I mean, think about it. His last two years, his best weapons were Julian Edelman and uh, that other white receiver, whatever his name is, the taller one, who's a lacrosse player. I totally forget his name. I'm totally blanking. But, I mean, he's had nothing. Wes Walker? No, not that guy. <laughs> oh, Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan. <clears throat> So, I mean, like, he, what has he had? So, I don't know. I'm excited for it. And it's also, I don't know. I'm sure the Jets are the most ecstatic out of all this. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're thrilled. I'm sure they are thrilled that they don't have to deal with that going into the season. But it does give the rest of the NFL something to look forward to, you know. Absolutely. Do you, where do you guys have the Bucks finishing in the division? Do you think this propels them now to where they're gonna they're the clear cut favorites? Or, I mean, because remember Saints, I mean, are coming off two, you know, I mean they were tech, they were a pass interference away from being the Super Bowl two years ago. You know, yeah, I, I would is playing at a high level. Favorites. I definitely say this increases their uh, pedigree a little bit here. Maybe like pushes them over like an extra win on the season. But I still think that they're you know going to be like that nine to ten win, whereas. The Saints, I could see going to that 10 to 11, potentially even 12 win season. I just feel like uh, the, you, you can't undermine coaching going into it, having Sean Payton already established a Drew Brees. I mean, it's just so many variables going into it. Like, what what if this is, you know, it does turn out being kind of like Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns going into year two. The hype yeah. train, everyone hops on and they just don't mesh right. I really don't expect that. The way Brady plays and, you know, the, the brains he brings to the game and how much he put, puts into the craft and, you know, getting Gronk to come out of retirement just shows that he's getting people to believe in, in him as well. And to convince the organization to make a trade for it, you know, that just says a lot. But uh, at the end of the day, I, I don't think you can take away anything from what Breeze has done. And as long as he's healthy, I, I think they're, they're the team to beat. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it's an exciting time. I mean, like I said, if you're a football fan, you got to love the news. I mean, Gronk's such a good personality, such a good – you know, he's, he's just such a good promoter of the game. I mean, he definitely brings, you know, viewer, viewers, um, you know, to, to football games. I, I love watching Gronk. I'm definitely – I mean, just like last year, I tuned into Browns games. Fun to watch. You, you want to watch Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, and Jarvis Landry. This year you're going to want to watch Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and, oh, yeah. you know, Gronk. You're just going to want to. I mean, that's just good football. Um, you're going to want to see Tom Brady in a different uniform, the navy and silver. Yeah, facts. <laughs> that's going to look weird. <laughs> yeah, it's really going to look weird. It's, speaking of uniforms, Chargers. Wow. Oh, mm. I love the Chargers uniforms. Oh man, they hit a home run, <laughs> man. Yes, they hit a home. Those, you know, this. Tell me, you have those those images queued up so you can screenshot it. Here. I don't, I don't. But oh. if you don't, it got. If for anyone that's listening, like go, like look it up on Twitter. They are the Chargers the, Twitter has it. Yeah, they have, they have a whole video hyping it up. It's very nice. Their white jerseys with the yellow pants are the best looking football in any at any level. <laughs> See, so I, just, I, I really like the the powder blue though. I, I the really powder blue do. is so sharp. The powder blue is so yeah. sharp. I, it's they so hit a home run. And I then mean, they have the the royal blue color rush and the navy blue color navy rush, blue. which are completely different. You know. Oh my god! They, they and that too. numbers on the helmets. Oh, I I love the numbers on the helmets. Chargers always look good with that. You know, go back to the LT days. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, of course, Ladani and Tomlinson. Yeah, not our Lawrence Taylor. Thanks for specifying. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone thought Lawrence Taylor was on the Chargers, I am talking about. Uh, you should just not. You should stop watching us if you thought Lawrence Taylor was on the Chargers. <laughs> you're, you're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> you're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> go 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 back to your gardening pon- podcast. Get off the sports. This man talk. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely looking very good with those uh, uniforms. Yeah, and what I like about uniforms, I, I know I'm a, a kind of I'm a uniform crazy. I love when teams release new uniforms at any level. I just love it. Any sport. But the Chargers, I think what defines a good uniform is something that's timeless. Something that you can, like, they could be wearing in 50 years and still look good. That's why the Cowboys do well, the Packers, the Steelers. Like, they have those timeless uniforms that were back 40, 50 years ago and still are very fashionable and look good now. The Bears, um, I'm sure I miss, the Giants even have those uniforms. Or they're simple but classic. You know, they're good, they're good-looking uniforms. Very simple. That's the thing. Very simple. Like the Browns, they went back to those classic, timeless uniforms. 
the box. I hated the Browns on the uh, on the pad leg. That, yeah, that was, <laughs> was so high bad. school, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but what the, the Chargers did, did like here is like you, you we fast forward fifty years, and if they're in the same uniforms, they're still one of the sharpest looks in football. And I think like that's what teams should be going for, rather than like what the Falcons abomination is. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so, sorry. What is this? Mom what is this, dad. amateur mom, hour? Listen, yeah, mom, and, mom, and, mom and dad FaceTiming me. They want to see their grandson. You know, they always do <laughs> But anyways, no, the, the Chargers definitely hit a home run. And I'm right now they're winning the Battle of L.A. Obviously, let's forget the Rams, the Rams went to the Super Bowl series. I'm talking about, like, and trying to win the fan base. They're going to be sharing a new stadium. Sure. Um, do you the think Chargers, that they're going to go quarterback in the draft here? They have to. They but I mean, Tyrod Taylor is is a pretty pretty adequate player. I mean, you can build around. Yeah, but him you're not going to win a success. fan base with an adequate player. That you need a face of their franchise. And Derwin James and Joey Bosa, they're great, but they're defensive players. They're not going to be the face of your pro. Franchise. That's part of the reason why I, I think the Giants gone. and are... Melvin Gordon's gone too. Exactly, not good. And why, supposedly, people are going to be passing up on Tua. So like, you bring in Justin Herbert, like San Diego Chariots up, get Justin Herbert. You have the better logo. The sharp. I mean, Rams haven't released their new uniforms, but the Chargers have the sharp uniform. They're sharing a stadium, and now you have that franchise rookie quarterback. Because I don't think anyone's sold on golf still. So, like the char- the Chargers might be taking over some fans. I mean, I know if I'm in LA right now, I'm Lee and I'm sorry, Bash, um, good good friend of ours, Sebastian Joseph Days on the Rams. You know, we love the Rams. We'll be rooting for the Rams because of him, and I wish him the most success in the world. But if I'm living in LA, I'm leaning more Chargers right now. That's just I don't know. They they've grabbed my attention more from an outsider looking in. They've grabbed my attention more. Even though really the Rams have been there for what three years? Yeah, two three years. And they've been to a Super Bowl. The Rams. I mean, to their credit, but I mean, they yeah. lost Gurley. They made one LA already. That's that's the thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's just an interesting little side story that you know. I like the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, and they like hype the me uniforms. up. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. There are those uniforms you you buy a jersey just because they look good, even if you're not a fan. <laughs> they just look sharp. They look nice. I agree. But all right, guys. So let's let's wrap this up. So let's give our final to wrap this up. Let's give our final prediction with the Buccaneers wins loss going wins loss in 2020, 2021. I'm going ten and six. They're going to get a wild card spot. Mm. I remember go there's, seven, there's seven teams now, so there's three wild card spots. I think they're going to get the number one wild card spot. The Bucks. So I think they'll get um, five seed. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to agree with Dave. I'm going eleven and five as well. Eleven and five. I like That's that. I think. I like and that. it's not, it's not unfortunate, Dave. I'm just busting. Busting your balls. I'm just trying so hard because I love I Brady. I'm a Michigan fan, and I love Brady, and I just love him. But I'm trying not to get so much on the hype train. So I think 10 and 6, 11 and 5. I think we're all on the same page. That's one win, one loss. I mean, Yeah, I, I just want to – I feel like just because of that signing with Gronk, I'm going to give him that extra win, put him in that 11, 11 column. But I still think the Saints are going to be just right at that 12 mark. And That's yeah. a good offense, man. That's that's the thing. You, you the can't defense is going to be good, too. They're going to put up sacks, yeah, yeah. man. Sure. Even is going to put up sacks. It's not like a good offense with a terrible defense or anything. They've got a very, very solid defense. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Well, th- this was, you know, our breaking news podcast, bringing the latest in the Gronk trade. Um, stay tuned. To, like I said, um, tomorrow night we'll be um, putting out our mock, our, our first-round mock draft where we'll be talking about the NFL draft on Thursday. And then Thursday we'll be doing live coverage of the NFL draft. So if you want the up-to-date news on the hot topics in sports, give us a follow at Sofa uh, Sport Report. And, you know, stay tuned and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll be posting out content almost daily. So have Thanks a good one, guys. Me. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow, all right? Cheers, YouTube. Thank you. Peace, guys.